Friday Night Scoreboard Show is brought to you by Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt, and Morton, Culver's, Next Gen Chiropractic, DMAC Carroll Campus, Gatorade, distributed by Pepsi Cola Bottlers, Mackie Motors in Lake City, Stein Seeds, Roselle Mutual Insurance, and by the Audubon Recreation Center. Now, let's get you the scores from all tonight's action. Welcome in, everybody, to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. I'm Casey Miners with you guys tonight. Jim Malter will be joining me in a little bit. When you buy from a local business like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Nobody has delivered more E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 Soybean Genetics. Learn more at steinseed.com. Stein has yield. Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick 106.7. We'll get you scores from all the area teams that played tonight, along with all the district scores that they play in. Quickly run through Class 3A District 1. The Carroll Tigers lose tonight 27-14. to Last score we had on Central Lion, George Little Rock, and Sergeant Bluff Luton was 42-0 in the third quarter. And then West Sioux Harden was on top of Sioux Center, 45-14 in the third quarter. And then last score we had on Western Christian, Boyden Hall, Rock Valley was 20-20 in the second. And then Lamars was on top of Bishop Heelan, 28-0 in the fourth. Looking at Class 1A District 8, the Kemper Knights improved to 2-0 tonight as they win 27-22 over Atlantic. They were down in that game by two scores. No score yet on the MVAOCOU Eagle Grove game. Last time we knew Cherokee was up on top of West Monona 24-0. ESAC does lose tonight 12-3 to Ridgeview. Tri-Center loses tonight to Trainer 34-22. And Underwood is on top of Corenda 59-22. Class 1A District 2, Pocahontas beats South Central Calhoun tonight 30-6. Clarion Gofields Downs tops at Belmont Clemmy 49-0. Again, no score that MVAOCOU Eagle Grove game. Still nothing yet from Sioux Central Manson Northwest Webster. Last time you knew ACGC was up 34-30 with two minutes left in that game. And then South Hamilton wins tonight 44-14. Class A District 8, Ikea Manning loses tonight to Westwood Sloan at home 26-18. Woodbury Central tops Loma 41-6, and again, trainer on top of Tri-Center 34-22. Getting into eight-man football, some big scores tonight around the area as Arweva beats Kingsley Pearson 67-19. GTRA on top of Glidden-Ralston 50-8. St. Mary Remsen tops River Valley 60-6. 
and Newell Fonda 72-0 over Siouxland Christian. Eight-man District 10, Audubon 50, Booyer Valley 13. Coon Rapids Bear tops Woodward Academy 77-14. Last time we knew, Xyra EHK was on top of West Harrison 20-16 in the third. Then our last reported score for Caminita and Woodbine was Caminita on top 48-10 at the half. We will go ahead and step away. We've got some coaches coming in next here. You're listening to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on KCIM along with Kick 106.7. The Audubon Recreation Center is the boredom buster your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, just south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit BrunerLegal.com. Mackey Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding areas for over 50 years, and our number one goal is customer satisfaction. Whether you come in to purchase a new Chevy Buick or certified used vehicle from our knowledgeable sales team, get an oil change in our top-of-the-line quick loop, need a tune-up from our service department, or even need some detailed bodywork done in our state-of-the-art facility, we are always making sure you, the customer, are our number one concern. Find new roads at Mackey Motors in Lake City. Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. Casey Miners with you tonight. We'll listen to Jim Malter in a little bit. He will join us. He did get a chance to catch up with SCC coach Jeff Boner tonight as they lost to Pocahontas area 30-6. We'll have that breakdown for you coming up in just a little bit. Last season, SCC did lose to Pocahontas area in a closer game. This season, not quite as much as SEC dropped to 1-1. One one. Again, we've got Jim Molitor coming into the interview with SEC coach Jeff Borner, and he will get that cat. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Got to catch my breath here real quick. I'm talking too fast. He will have that interview for you coming up in just a little bit. We will step away. we got SEC scores coming in next year on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with KICK 106.7. Welcome to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. With me on the phone is Jeff Berner filling in tonight uh, at uh, South Central Calhoun as they fall today to Pocahontas area 30-6. to six. Uh, Welcome, Jeff. Uh, I'm going to start out um, with the question that, that generally happens, you know, where you going from week one to week two, uh, you know, Coaches usually see quite a bit of improvement and stuff in their team. Uh, so did you see that tonight with your, your group? Yeah. we Our run game was not very good last week. I mean, we threw the ball well last week. It was kind of a little bit of a reversal. Our run game was really good to start the game and really in the second half. And came out at half, nothing. And we moved the ball pretty good, and then it started, we started making mistakes. So in one hand, yes, we improved in some areas. 
and then we kind of digressed in some other areas. So uh, in the areas you uh, progressed other than running, did you, um, I mean, improvement with players and uh, offensively and defensively? Um, yeah, so it's hurt um, just by things they had done over the weekend, um, some injuries that uh, they got cleared to play today. Um, they still weren't in their top form, some of our starters. Um, but some of our running backs, our running backs ran hard tonight. Our line did a nice job of blocking up front for them for a good part of the ball game. Uh, did you uh, have some have some um, success throwing the ball tonight? You said you had really good success uh, last week throwing the ball when the running game wasn't really clicking, and so was the air tonight okay? Yeah, the uh, we had some open receivers. Um, our quarterback, Gavin Batta, didn't really have a lot of time to throw at times. Um, it's just one of those things. It's a game of football. You know, you try to play that perfect game day in and day out, and it just doesn't happen. Okay. On uh, Defensively, um, uh, did, did they, the interior, linebackers, deep backs, who, who, had a, who had nice games for you tonight? I would say some of our defensive ends played nice games. Some of our outside linebackers did as well. Um, we moved a lot of kids around defensively tonight just because of cramps. It was hot out there. I haven't seen the stats yet. The guys are still in, so I can't uh, comment too much about stats. Uh, or what? Yeah. Oh, you can't comment too much about stats because you haven't really seen them yet. So yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so uh, um, didn't you kept everybody fairly healthy tonight? Other than other than the cramps, you didn't ha- lose too many yeah. people. With I don't. Uh, I don't. As of now, you really. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. We had, oh, I want to say three or four kids cramping. They'd come out, they'd get some fluids in them, they'd go back out, they'd come back out, just one of those things. I'm not so sure one of our linebackers didn't sustain a uh, uh, collarbone injury, a shoulder injury of some sort. Um, he's being evaluated after it gets cleaned up a little bit, and we'll see what happens with that. All right, so let's see. On, on deck next week, uh, you guys uh... – Traveled to Emmitsburg. Uh, do you know a little bit about what Emmitsburg's got to offer? I honestly haven't watched any film. I do know from last year they like to run the football. Did they kind of go back to that uh, ready go? <laughs> or or yep. they, they're, they're back to the old uh, Dwayne Twait years of uh, yep. hustle yep. up to the line. Uh, let's try to get set and away we go, huh? Correct. All well, right. We'll just, uh, we have one more game next week of non-district to try and get things really ironed out and start district in two plays. So hopefully we go into that healthy. All right. Well, hey, that's been uh, Jeff Burner tonight as uh, filling in for the South Central Calhoun Titans as they fall to Pocasana area 30-6. Uh, to 6. And have a good week of practice, Jeff, and uh, good luck. Hey, thanks a lot, Jim. All right. Thank you. Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. 
This is Dr. Nate Luth, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today. Back with you guys here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Jim Scoring a touchdown to takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so we'll that when life intercepts, your farm, you real home, quick, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. For your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual, we're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today. Audubon Recreation Center is the board of bus your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities, including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center to south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC College Credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755. We are having some difficulties tonight, but hey, we'll get everything worked out as we go on through the night. We are here until midnight. Jim Molitor will be joining me in a little bit as soon as he gets done talking with all of the area coaches. Don't forget, later on throughout the week, we will post all of the game recaps uh, from from the week on the new sports website at sports.1380kcim.com. So be sure to go over there and check that out as Jeff and Tyler do a really good page, really good job on that page, and you know, do a really good job here in the sports department. Run you through more of those scores in Class 3A District 1. The Carroll Tigers drop to 1-1 one one tonight as they lose the Battle of the Tigers, 27-14. Central Lion George Little Rock was beating Sergeant Bluff Luton last time. He knew 42-0 in the third. Western Christian and Boyden Hall Rock Valley last time we knew was 20-20 in the second. Sioux Center was down to West Sioux Harden, 45-14 in the third. Then MOC Floyd Valley on top of West Unity Christian, 37-7. That game was late in the third. Lamar's on top of Bishop Heelan, 28-0 in the fourth quarter. 
Kemper wins tonight and moved to 2-0, 37-22 over Atlantic. Class 1A District 8, more action. Ridgeview on top of ESAC, 12-3. We'll hear from ESAC head coach Eric McCullough later on tonight. Still no score for Eagle Grove and MVAOCOU. Trainer on top of Tri-Center, 34-22 tonight. West Monona and Cherokee. Cherokee was up 24-0 in the second last time we knew a score on that one. Underwood beats Clarenda tonight, 59-22. Moving on to Class 1A District 2. Pocahontas area on top of South Central Calhoun, 30-6. Clarion Gofield Downs beats Belmont Clemmy, 49-0. Woodward Granger and ACGC were in a good one, 34-30. That was two minutes left in that game. Should be over with. No score yet for Manson Northwest Webster and Sioux Central. Class A District 8, Westwood Salone tops IKM Manning tonight in Manning, 26-18. Woodbury Central over Logan Magnolia, 41-6. No score yet for Lawton Bronson in Missouri Valley. And then trainer again over Tri-Center, 34-22. Read you through the eight-man scores again. Once again, Arweva wins, loses tonight, 67-19 to Kingsley Pearson. And then Remsen St. Mary's on top of River Valley, 60-6. GTRA beats Glidden Ralston, 50-8. And then Newell Fonda on top of Siouxland Christian, 72-0. Eight-man District 10, Audubon wins tonight. They improve to 1-2 as they win 50-13. Last time we knew, Exira EHK was beating West Harrison 20-16. And the Coon Rapids Baird rolls by Woodward Academy tonight 77-14. And last time we knew, Caminita and Woodbine were 48-10. We'll get caught up with more coaches. We've only heard from one so far. we still got Craig Rowitter to talk to, Ryan Steinkamp to talk to, Sat down with Austin Stoke a little bit ago. Jim caught up with him. Still here from Sean Burks, Chris Moore, Eric McCullough, and Craig Lynch, along with Corey McCarvel. All those coaches yet to come up here in just a little bit. Stay tuned here to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick 106.7. Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luth, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on KCIN along with Kick 106.7. KC Miners with you guys tonight. Jim Alter will join us coming up in just a little bit. We'll catch up with head coach Craig Rowetter of the Carroll Tigers as Tyler Bruner was out doing the game here on KCIM tonight. They do fall 27-14. to It was kind of a hard-fought game for the Tigers. I watched a little bit of it as I was sitting back here in the studio tonight. 
They were tied 7-7 at half, but Carroll unable to get much going there in the second half as Gilbert took advantage of opportunities, and the Carroll defense was on the field a lot in that second half. Again, Tyler Bruner caught up with Carroll head coach Craig Rowetter. Here's the interview right here. We're here on the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show. Tyler Bruner joined now by Craig Rowetter of the Carroll Tigers. They fall tonight by a final score of 27-14. Coach, I know probably not the game that you wanted, maybe not the win or the loss that you wanted, but I think a lot of bright spots for your team tonight, especially in the passing game. Yeah, we you know we did some nice things in the past game, but um, ideally you know not kind of not the way we wanted to have to try to be, but mm -hmm. yeah, there were, we did some decent things in the past game tonight. Want to ask you about that Gilbert defense? We talked a little bit about it in the pregame show. You knew kind of what they were trying to run defensively. They had a stacked backfield. What kind of was the turning point where you knew you're going to have to pass the ball a little bit more than rely on your run game? Um, right away, actually, you know, that first drive uh, when we got that good punt return and then we kind of went into a heavy set and then uh, we had to, they, they had 11 guys, I think, within five yards of the ball. And then, uh, so we did, we did a little play action there and then hit the tight end, you know, Evan Hammer for, for our first touchdown. Um, you know, and I, I thought we'd try to loosen them up that way. Uh, but they say they were persistent inside the inside the box there to stop the run. Absolutely, and you know, besides getting the run, I thought your defense really did a good job of trying to stuff up the middle for them because there was not a lot of run passes that they got past either. There was a few here and there, but I thought your defense was a nice wall up front. Yeah, we you know initially we we knew again they they didn't show us anything tonight that we didn't see on film. Yep. Uh, with the wishbone, they were you know that. They were maybe a little bit bigger in the backfield than uh, we anticipated, but they did a nice job, you know, just being physical, kind of giving us our own medicine, you know, as as far as running downhill at yeah. us and kind of like I'm kind of like what we looked like last week. It was a seven-all tie going into halftime. Seeing what you guys did in the first half, what adjustments were you looking to make coming into the second half? Uh, second half, we wanted to get back into our heavy package and kind of we had they were just submarine and they were putting three guys inside our one guy ahead up center and two guys inside the guards and just kind of diving to stop Caden from the, our getting getting the ball or leading up on their linebackers uh, so we made some adjustments to hit that wider unfortunately then we bobbled the snap right out the right mm -hmm. out the gate and so we felt like we had a good uh, a couple good adjustments but then we found ourselves behind the eight ball right away and just talk about what you had talked about your guys. I mean, you give up a, a fumble, then a 25-yard touchdown pass. What were some things you were telling your guys just to watch out for and to adjust? Uh, just, you know, just to do their job and, and their assignment. That's the way I felt like we got tired and worn down a little bit. And then it showed on the defensive side um, just by blown assignments. Uh, like I said, we there wasn't one play tonight that uh, I didn't see on a scout card this week. And uh, so I'm not, you know, that in – a lot of that's on me as the uh, help out with the defensive backs coach, so we'll, we'll fix that for next week. Of course, a big turning point for you guys was that nice offensive drive, three plays, a nice touchdown pass to the right side to uh, Chase Regaler. Talk to me about that play and how it was kind of conjured up. Um, that actually was uh, Peyton Wardell. Or Peyton Wardell, there we go. Yep, yep. and uh, to be honest with you, it was the same touchdown he had last week against Denison, our, our little boot pass, and, and he just went up and made a play. I mean, yeah. it, it was there, and we – we had them a couple times too earlier that we just met, you know. So we knew that our boot pass was was good, especially when they're selling out, stop the run so much. Uh, so it was nice to, you know, to connect on that, and then again give us a chance to, um, you know, it was kind of that 
four minute mark, two timeouts. Yep. Uh, we knew they were running the ball with the wishbone, <laughs> so we decided. And our onside kick worked really good on Thursday in practice, yep. so we we rolled the dice and went with it. Unfortunately, uh, didn't come up with it. But then, and then we still had a chance with, you know, on stopped them on first down and second down. We had what looked like a tackle for loss. And yep. Just, couldn't hold on, and then they had a big gain, and then we were kind of in trouble. Yeah, and I want to make sure Wardell gets credited for that because we were out for the longest time, which was Gallagher, but it was Wardell with that touchdown pass. Uh, the Heat tonight, I think, played a big part, especially late in this contest. It was right around 80 degrees, maybe 77 once that sun set. So talk to me just about how the Heat maybe played a factor late in the game. Oh, you know, I mean, everybody plays in it, so it's not. It wasn't just a disadvantage <laughs> exactly, for us. Exactly. Exactly. Um, in fact, they had more guys starting both ways than we did. So, um, you know, I. But yeah, our our guys up front were a little, little fatigued yeah. um, by it. You know, it's. But that's what usually you expect the first couple of games. We got spoiled last week with some nice seventy degree weather. Yeah, so, right. You know, no humidity, and uh, this is tonight's weather is more what you expect for those first couple of games um, in Iowa, anyway. So. Yep. Um, yeah, it was a factor, but it wasn't wasn't like we were the only ones having to deal with it. No, I mean, there were people going down with cramps left and right on both sides of the field. I mean, it was just a hot, grueling dog kind of night. I think there's a lot of momentum for this team coming into next week. I think Jack White has a lot of potential if he gets some blockers up front for him because I felt like a lot of the times he had the rollout to his right or he had the dodge blockers. Talk about just Jack White's potential because I think he has a lot of it this season. Yeah, we knew going – I mean, we didn't – like I said, we were fortunate last week to we didn't even have to really worry about it. Just had three three passes the whole night when the run game's clicking. But no, Jack's more than capable. Um, you know, he's athletic enough too to to get out and scramble. Um, for as good as our you know young guys looked up front last week, we looked like sophomores tonight, which yep. which is expected. I mean, yep. they're um, you know I kind of we talked with Coach Nago, our old line coach, and it's like we thought that what it might look like last week and. You know, so they, but they'll be they'll be good. Yeah. I mean, that we'll we'll learn from it tonight, and mm-hmm. um, you know, we do. We got a lot of young guys in some key positions, and uh, there's going to be some growing pains, but we got some good senior leadership, and uh, I think they'll be ready ready to roll for next week. And before we let you go, Coach, of course, uh, Council Bluffs, Thomas Jefferson next week, another team that's kind of struggling this season. Owen two coming into tonight. What's sort of the thought process on them? I don't know if you've seen enough of them quite yet to get a good idea of them, but what are you looking to kind of improve coming into that game? Uh, we'll have to – I mean, I've, I haven't seen any film on them right. yet, but I I did hear that – I mean, they have a new, a new coach different than last year. Um, I think they do want to throw the ball a little bit more, so we'll have to definitely shore up our secondary and, uh, you know, and get back to what we do on offense and try to establish that run and not, um, you know, just – Again, try to get those young guys ready to, yep. ready to roll. Absolutely. Well, Coach, thanks so much for joining us here on the show. Tough loss here for tonight. Good luck against Thomas Jefferson coming up next week. Yep, thank you. Appreciate the coverage. Go Tigers. Once again, the Gilbert Tigers victorious here tonight by a final score of 27-14. to 14. We'll send it back to the studio on the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC College Credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755.
Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on KCIM along with Kick 106.7. Did have some new finals for you that we were able to find. ACGC does hang on tonight 34-0. to And then we do have a correction in the Clarion Gofield Downs and Belmont Clemmie. That game was 42-0, not 42-9. Just heard Craig Rowetter, the head coach of the Carroll Tigers, talk about their tough loss tonight. They will head to Council Bluffs' Thomas Jefferson next week. Still a bunch of coaches to get to tonight. I'm Casey Miners here on KCIM Kick 106.7. Jim Malter will join us later on. He's almost done talking to all those coaches, I promise you. But a lot of you are ready to hear from him. Run through the scores again for you. Class 3A District 1, Gilbert on top of Carroll tonight, 27-14. Just heard from Carroll Tigers head coach Craig Rowetter. West Sioux Harden 58, Sioux Central 14, Class 1A District 8, Kemper 37, Atlantic 22, Ridgeview 12, East Sac 3, Trainer Tops Tri-Center tonight 34-22, and Underwood 59, Clarenda 22. Class 1A District 2, South Central Calhoun loses at home tonight to Pocahontas area 30-6, Clarion Goldfields Downs on top of Belmont Clemmy 42-0, ACGC does hang on at home against Woodward Granger 34-0 and South Hamilton on top of South Harden 44-14. Class 1A District 8, Westwood Salone 26, Ikeam Manning 18, Woodbury Central 41, Loma 6, and then again Trainer on top of Tri-Center 34-22. Eight-man District 1, Kingsley Pearson 67, Arweva 19, We'll hear from co-head coach Austin Stolt coming up in just a little bit. St. Mary's Remsen's on top of River Valley 60-6. Newell Fonda top Siouxland Christian 72-0. GTRA on top of Glidden Ralston 50-8. Class A, 8-man District 10. Audubon on top of Booyer Valley 50-13. Coon Rapids Baird steamrolls Woodward Academy 77-14. Those are the only two scores we have right now for 8-man District 10. Looking at the out-of-town scoreboard, Denison wins tonight 22-17 over Council Bluffs' Abraham Lincoln. We'll get you some more out-of-town scores tonight as well. Throughout the show, I'm going to scroll through, trying to see if I can find some more out-of-town scores. Let's so see if I can really find any right now. Last time we knew Ames was on top of Ford Dodge, 36-22. Looks like Humboldt beats Garner Hayfield Ventura tonight, 37-0. Only out-of-town scores that I can find right now. We will go ahead, step away. We'll be right back with more coaches here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick 106.7. When you buy from a local business like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 Soybean Genetics. Learn more at SteinSeed.com. 
Stein has yield. One, two, three. KCIM and Kick 1067 Sports presents the New Wave Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show. A complete rundown of all tonight's high school football action. The New Wave Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show is brought to you by Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt, and Morton, Culver's, Next Gen Chiropractic, DMAC Carroll Campus, Gatorade, distributed by Pepsi Cola Bottlers, Mackie Motors in Lake City. Stein Seeds, Roselle Mutual Insurance, and by the Audubon Recreation Center. Now, let's get you the scores from all tonight's action. Casey Miners back with you here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick 106.7. We are with you guys until midnight tonight. We'll hear from a bunch of coaches yet to happen. Up next, we got Austin Stoke stopped in and talked about our Weavas loss tonight as they dropped to 0-2 on the season. They did lose to Kingsley Pearson 69-67-19. Looking ahead, our Weavas got Glidden-Ralston next week in a good matchup between two teams. Two teams that are looking to you know, maybe grow a little bit. Both teams did lose pretty bad tonight. I did talk with Coach Craig Lynch. He hasn't really... Seen much of our Weaver yet? He'll look at film coming up next week, and I'm assuming the same will be with Stolk from our Weaver. We will go ahead and step away real quick again. We got Austin Stolk with our Weaver coming up next, talking about their loss to Kingsley Pearson tonight, 67 to 19. Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in a drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's, welcome to delicious. Welcome to the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show. With me on the phone is uh, co-head coach Austin Stoke with the Arriva Rockets and uh, they fell up at Kingsley tonight 67-19 and uh, I just wanted to ask uh, coach uh, Stoke um, you know they always they always talk about uh, you know improvement from game uh, you know after the f- second game from the first game, uh, did, did you see the improvement tonight? Yeah, we, we definitely did. Thanks for, thanks for having me. We definitely did um, see a lot of improvement from our guys in, in numerous aspects on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, to start the game off, um, we, we had some nice stops defensively. We were kind of Our style of defense, teams kind of, we kind of allowed teams to chip, 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 um, you know, and then we make them break. Uh, but we, we gave up too many big plays in the, in the first half, and, um, you know, that's just kind of what allowed them to score points. Um, offensively, we, we moved the football uh, pretty well in the first game, at, or the first half at times. Um, we, we got inside the red zone a few times. We just kind of shot ourselves in the foot a couple times, um, you know, ran whether it was a wrong route combination or a uh, bad snap or, or offsides or um, whatever the case may be. We kind of shot ourselves in the foot a couple times. Um, but overall, um, our guys definitely showed a lot of improvement. Um, we're an extremely young team. Um, you know, credit to a lot of our freshmen. Um, you know, some of them, at times we were playing uh, four freshmen on both sides of the football. So, um, proud, proud of their fight. And, um, you know, they showed effort till the end. Yeah, that's, 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 that's good that, uh, 
you know, that the, the, the freshmen are making the improvement. Uh, so, uh, so who stood out for you tonight on the offensive and defensive sides? Yeah, um, defensively, uh, Wade Regaler had a nice night for us at, at middle linebacker. Um, he, uh, he does a nice job flowing to the ball for us, uh, just like his older brother did that graduated last year. He just kind of has a knack for it. Um, offensively, um, well, you know, scoring-wise, to start off, we were down 28-7 at the, at the end of the first quarter, had an opportunity to score a couple touchdowns. We just kind of shot ourselves in the foot in the red zone. Um, down 61-19 at halftime. We just, they just had too many big plays. Um, defensively, but you know, offensively, um, Wyatt Regaler, he's a freshman for us. Our tailback, he had a he had a nice game uh, rushing the ball for us. Um, you know, the guys up front were able to um, open up some big holes for him, and he he made some plays happen himself as well. Um, you know, in the in the first quarter, he had um, he had a 75 yard run for a touchdown. Um, you know, and then in the second quarter, he had a 65 and a 64 yard run for a touchdown. So. Um, you know, it's kind of the kind of the, they kind of did the same thing to us that we did to them as far as um, you know having some big plays, but um, you know, like I said, it just kind of boiled down to who who uh, executed in the red zone, and, and we just kind of came up on the short end of that tonight. So uh, defensively, uh, who were standouts then? Yeah, Wade, like I said, Wade Regaler had a nice game for us. Um, we have two D backs in in defensive backs, and Wyatt Regaler and Jonathan Rieselman, um, you know, played their hearts out. They they have some tall and athletic. Uh, kids that that play on the edge, play wide receiver, um, and, and and them guys they they have tough responsibility in our in the defense that we play specifically, um, but they did a nice job giving their effort and you know they they learned from their mistakes and, and and they were there to make plays. They just you know it just boiled down to uh, you know just a little mismatch here and there and and uh, but the, the effort we definitely couldn't fault the effort um, up front. Timothy Dose um, and then we have another freshman and um, Tyson Bonglan in the middle. Um, did a nice job for us on both sides of the ball. Played the whole game. Tyson did, um, and then Emmett Newman, uh, nice job on the edge as well. So, um, guys really stepped up. Harlan Melita made some good plays uh, along with Devin Aylers at um, outside linebackers. Um, you know, at, at times it was a full it was a full collective effort, um, and, and we did a nice job getting stops. But it was just kind of that one play where we had one guy have a mishap that they really exploited our mismatch, and um, you know that's just kind of the way the ball rolled tonight. Yeah, and you know, with 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 younger kids, you know, it's it's the growing pains, correct? And you know, you just gotta you gotta hope that they can uh, learn from the mistakes and uh, just not get their dauber down and just keep playing hard. And you know, sooner or later, good things are going to happen. Yeah, ex- exactly. That's exactly right. Um, you know, last week and last week in the first half, we we didn't even really even give ourselves an opportunity. We just played. You know, we kind of played. Um, we weren't the aggressive ones. Uh, we kind of played timid. Well, this week in the first half, we we had opportunities. We gave ourselves opportunities. We came out pretty aggressive. Um, like I said, we just weren't able to punch things in. Um, but you know, I, I do think that that it's coming. Um, we're, we're we're so young. We have one senior, two juniors. Um, you know, and, and our guys don't see that as an excuse, but they see it as reality. And um, you know, tonight they, some of our freshmen really got the experience of um, an eight-man football game. How how kind of daunting it is with a lot of points scored, and um, you get tired. Uh, when you when you only have thirteen to fifteen guys um, eligible to play for you, it kind of makes things tough on on some guys that play both sides of the football. So, um, kudos to kudos to our kids. They they played their butts off um, for four quarters, never gave up, um, no matter what the scoreboard said. Yeah, and you know you know that yeah, going from uh, junior high to high school is quite a step. I know, yeah, you know you I mean you get a very few. 
that can make that uh, step. But now you've got quite a few of them trying to make that step, which is, you know, kudos to you for, uh, you know, getting them to work and, um, you know, being excited about playing, even though it's, you know, you know, an eighth yeah. or a freshman against a senior and juniors is at times cannot be very fun. Right. And, and, like, and like you said, it, it is a huge jump from middle school to high school football. Um, you know, you did some things in middle school that you, you definitely won't get away with in high school, especially, you know, in the district we're in. Um, there's some pretty tough teams in our district this year. A lot of a lot of guys returning, juniors and seniors, um, that have a lot of experience, um, you know, a little bit bigger kids. But um, our guys are starting to understand that if you if you have effort every play and, and try to beat the, the guy across the ball fundamentally, um, good things will happen. So I do think, you know, it's definitely on the men. Our guys made a lot of improvements. Um, we just got to, you know, we just got to find ways to, to punch the ball in when we have the opportunity. All right. Well, thanks for uh, visiting with us tonight, Austin. Uh, I see you have um, Glidden Ralston at home next week, uh, and that's our game on KKRL. So uh, good luck. Have a good week of practice. Hope everybody's healthy, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Okay, great. Thank you, sir. Thanks Thank for you. Me. This week. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. KC Miners finally joined alongside Jim Molitor. Hey, you know, when you're on the phone talking to all the coaches, you know, <laughs> if, I, if, I don't, if I'm not talking to them, you're not getting the interviews. So I, you know, know I'm not, but I've been sitting here telling everybody you're going to join me, and I've taken three breaks, and you're still yet to be here, but you're finally here. I'm here. I still have one, I still have one interview left. <laughs> Sean Burks is in the hills of Harrison County coming home. <laughs> Tyler Bruner also joining us. We've already heard from head coach Craig Rowetter. Tyler, you called the game tonight on, yeah. here on KCIM. What were some of the good things you saw from the Tigers as they did lose tonight, 27-14? You know, it, it's a tough loss for the Tigers tonight. You know, they're coming off a really nice win over Dennis and Slushwig. And a really nice rushing game against uh, a Monarchs team last year they lost to. Coming in tonight, I expected them to, to kind of start with the run game. That's what Craig Rowetter says. As long as he's head coach from what he said in the pregame, he's going to do the run game. So we tried to establish that early on. But Gilbert knew what they were doing. They had a stacked backfield. So even though if they had someone coming through those gaps, they were going to have someone in the backfield to meet them. So the run game didn't work. They went to Jack White and went to the pass game a lot. Uh, didn't really have Zigman uh, for a lot. They had Cooper Ludwig working out um, a lot of those uh, rushing attempts early on. Um, they had Chase Regaller. They had uh, Colton Wardell in the backfield kind of doing some work. When Jack White, I'll say this much for Carroll fans, when Jack White threw the ball well, man was he accurate. He found Wardell down with some nice passes on the sidelines. He even got Wardell in a very nice, he had a spin move, got one right in the end zone on the corner. Uh, when Jack White is accurate, he is accurate. The only tough thing is, more times than not, he's going to be 
trying to break off to the right side. He's rolling off the red side more times than not. Um, and I think sometimes he just looked a little bit too long and the backs were able to read his eyes and really adjust and go towards where he was going to be throwing the ball. So um, for Carroll fans, you know, I, I'd expect him to get that run game going uh, next week against Council Bluffs, Thomas Jefferson. That's a team that has a new coach. Um, that's going to be, a, I think, a good match for them. Uh, Thomas Jefferson's coming into, uh, came into tonight, I should say, 0-2. So we'll see if they can get that run game established again. But if this Tigers team can just get you know, get their heads straight. And if Jack White is allowed to throw some some of those nice balls, they're going to be a good team to watch this season. And one thing I do have to add, uh, Dennison Slushwig did beat Council Bluffs, Abraham Lincoln tonight, and Abraham Lincoln beat Thomas Jefferson last week. So if you're looking at, if you're a stats guy, right. you know the stats might point Carroll's way next week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, and, and the thing I hope that happens next week is that they allow Zygmunt to run because Zygmunt had, I think, around 126 yards rushing against Dennis and Slushwig. Tonight, didn't get as many touches, but on special teams, man, not to make a pun, but he was something special. Uh, he was running the ball. He was juking guys out. And and me and uh, uh, Craig Lynch, or Craig, Craig Lux, excuse me, who was on the call with me, we looked at each other uh, from time to time when he was on special teams uh, kick receiving. I mean, man, that guy has some speed. So I, I hope that Zygmunt gets a lot more carries uh, against uh, Thomas Je or Council Bluffs, Thomas Jefferson coming up here uh, next week, and and if they can't get the run game, I really hope Jack White can throw the ball well because man, when he looked good, he was good. Do you think that's something that Gilbert planned for? Was seeing that Zygmunt he had over ten yards of carry last week. Is that something that you think Gilbert saw coming into the game and planned for him? Because the Carroll defense was on the field a lot in that right. second half for sure. Do you think that Gilbert planned and tried to get the ball away from Zygmunt and make Carroll? open it up and throw the ball more because he only threw oh, it three times last week absolutely um yeah I, I really think so I mean the way that Gilbert played tonight you could tell that they were anticipating uh those guys coming it into the backfield I mean they were putting four or five guys in that shallow maybe five ten yards off the line of scrimmage so you knew that they were going to anticipate that and they were a wall up front a couple of plays that Carroll's able to bust through, but really more times than not, Gilbert was a wall up front. So yeah, absolutely they planned for that. Um, and and like like you said, um, Casey forced Carroll to really throw the ball more, especially in that second half because you know they saw Zygmunt, they saw Cooper Ludwig running, and they're like, yeah, we need to stop this guy. And uh, Gilbert too, they were downhill runners. I mean, they would run right through the line of scrimmage, and they wouldn't stop. They would fall forward, and more times than not, they were getting you know, five, four, six, ten yards of carry. So Gilbert absolutely looked like they were uh, prepared for him. And Carroll did the best they could um, transitioning into the pass game. And uh, again, if they can open up that run game next week, they're going to be pretty dang good. Again, Carroll faces off against Council Bluffs, Thomas Jefferson. Next week, Tyler Bruner joining us real quick for a little bit of his recap on the Carroll yeah. game. Me and Jim will go over some of the scores here. I'll start off going to Class 3A District 1, the scores we have so far for you tonight, Gilbert beats Carroll 27-14. West Sioux Harden downs the Sioux Center 58-14. Western Christian over on over Boyden Hall Rock Valley 45-20. And then MOC Floyd Valley 34, Unity Christian 7. All right, in Class 1A District 8, uh, Kemper defeats Atlantic 37-22. Ridgeview stops East Sac 12-3. Uh, we don't have a score yet with M MVAO, COU, and Eagle Grove, nor do we have a score for West Monona or Cherokee. Uh, Trainer defeated Tri-Center 34-22, and Underwood uh, 
took care of Clarenda, 59-22. Class 1A District 2, Pocahontas beats South Central Calhoun for the second straight year, 32-6. Clarion Gofield downs on top of Belmont Clemmy, 42-0. ACGC and Woodward Granger in a close one tonight and in Guthrie Center as ACGC wins 34-30. Again, no score for the MVAOCOU Eagle Grove game yet. And then South Hamilton on top of South Harden, 44-14. In Class A, District 8, the, uh, the Wolves of IKM Manning fall to Westwood of Sloan, 26-18. Lawton Bronson clobbers Missouri Valley, 65-0. Woodbury Central also uh, a hefty score over Loma, 41-6. And again, the trainers score over Tri-Center, 34-22. Eight-man District 1, the Arriva Rockets lose tonight, 67-19. We just heard from head coach, co-head coach Austin Stolk a little bit ago. GTRA, GTRA on top of Glidden Ralston, 50-8. We'll hear from Craig Lynch coming up in just a little bit. St. Mary Remsen on top of River Valley, 60-6. And then Newell Fonda steamrolls Siouxland Christian, 72-0. Yeah, an eight-man District 10, uh, the Wheelers of Ottoman get a win tonight over Boyer Valley, 50-13. to 13, And the Coon Rapids Baird Crusaders over Woodward Academy, 77-14. Uh, still no report on Xyrael, Corn Kimbleton, West Harrison, or Caminita and Woodbine. And we'll get you those scores that we don't have as soon as we get them sent to us or we can find them somewhere. Or we can find them. Jim, running through these scores again, any of these scores really surprise you as we look through the districts in Class 3A, District 1? I think a couple scores that people really need to pay attention to that's surprising is that Sergeant Bluff-Luton was down 42-0 in their game, unlikely that they came back, and then Boyden Hall, Rock Valley, 45-20. A lot of people thought those were the two favorites in Class 3A, District 1. Yeah, I, th I, I think you're right there, but, uh, you know, from what I saw, too, is I think MOC Floyd Valley was supposed to be right in there with them, too, and... They did get a win tonight, and I think they are 2-0. Um, the Sioux Center score kind of surprised me a little bit with uh, the the spread and, and also the spread of the Western Christian Boyden Hall Rock Valley, you know. I mean, 25 points, but uh, I believe Western Christian's uh, class below. I don't know if they're I – don't, I don't, don't think – I'm not sure if they're a 3A or a 2A, but, you know, you take a team that, you know – Made it to the Dome and played very well last year, and, you know, now they're 0-2 also. Yeah, and it was that game was 20-20 to at half. It was 20-20 So Western Christian went on a 25-0 run in that second half, so they completely shut down Boyden Hall Rock Valley in that second half. Wow, that's, that's something. Well, you know, they made the adjustments, and, you know, you don't know. You know, I... I went to the Carroll High game for a little bit tonight before I came, and uh, you know, and I I did the freshman game beforehand. You know, it was warm out tonight. Um, you know, if if the kids weren't prepared, uh, hydration wise, you know, it could it. You, you don't know if you know that was some of the problem going on up that way. Also, you know, it's it's hard to say, but uh, you got to stay ahead of it because once it hits, it's. It's not going to go away. Yeah, just did have another score come in here real quick. Cherokee on top of West Monona tonight, 52-30. to 30. So I'll try to find that on my sheet and write it down. 52-30, to 30, Cherokee on top of West Monona. 
tonight in Cherokee. We will go ahead, step away. We'll hear some from more coaches, and we still got a whole nother hour of the show yet, Jim. Yeah, and I got one more to do. I got to go give Mr. Burks a call and see if we can get him on. You're listening to the New Way for, New Way Group New Way Group Scoreboard Show New Way Auto, Auto Group. Group Scoreboard Show here on 1380 AM 95.1 FM KCIM along with Kick 106.7. We'll be right back just after this break. Mackey Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding areas for over 50 years, and our number one goal is customer satisfaction. Whether you come in to purchase a new Chevy Buick or certified used vehicle from our knowledgeable sales team, get an oil change in our top-of-the-line quick loop, need a tune-up from our service department, or even need some detailed bodywork done in our state-of-the-art facility, we are always making sure you, the customer, are our number one concern. Find new roads at Mackey Motors in Lake City. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit brunerlegal.com. Welcome back here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. KC Miners here in studio with you on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick 106.7. We'll hear from Craig Lynch, of the Glidden, head coach of the Glidden Ralston Wildcats, coming up in just a little bit. They did lose tonight 50-8 to to GTRA in eight-man District 1 action. Lynch didn't have much to say after the game. I did catch up with him for a little bit. Here's him in his interview. Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in the drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's, welcome to Delicious. Glidden Ralston, head football coach, joining us now on the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show. Tough loss tonight for you guys. You lose 50-8. to eight. What were some of the good positives that you could take away from tonight's loss? Well, um, I, I think it's a learning process, right? And we've been talking to these kids uh, all preseason and, uh, you know, coming back and, and, and returning the uh, to coaching, trying to bring back a, a culture, a culture that's based in, uh, you know, physicality and, and strong play and confidence and leadership. And, you know, we're trying to build that back. And, and sometimes, you know, you learn the most about that when you have to go through something like you did tonight, when, when adversity hits or when you have a tough loss. And, and um, you know, that that's how we came out of tonight. Uh you know, there wasn't a lot of positives in it. There wasn't a lot of positives in our play. Um, there were some, because um, there isn't every football game. But but I think what we have to do is take it as a teachable moment uh, with these kids, because they're great kids and they're working really hard for us. And and you, and you got to, you know, you got to find a way um, to go forward and find the positives uh, of how you can learn. I guess is the best way I can put it. And just kind of talk about how the game played out tonight for you. You know, it was a 50-8 to eight loss. 
Was it more of a good first half for you guys, or was it more of a good second half? Oh, I think second half we came out and responded a little better. Um, you know, we, we had a couple opportunities uh, early in the game uh, to score, and, and we didn't convert on them. Um, and, you know, that, that you know, probably hurt us a little bit, but, but we just weren't physical enough. Uh, I mean, they, they just dominated us. They dominated us up front. Um, our reaction to that physicality wasn't wasn't to match it. Um, you know, we, we just kind of, we always called it when you go into jungle warfare where you kind of forget what you're supposed to do and where you're supposed to be. And, um, and then things can turn south on you, and they, and they just did tonight. You talked about that physicality that GTRA had tonight. What are some things that you guys can work on next week, you know, to maybe counteract that physicality? Yeah, I, I think those are, so many of those things are fundamental things. You know, it's low pad level. It's getting off the ball. Sometimes it's just having confidence uh, that you can get it done and, and getting it done. Um, it, that's what we've been talking about uh, all preseason. That's what we talked about after last week's game. And, you know, they'll bounce back. These kids will bounce back. Uh, they're, that, that's who they are, and that's the type of kids they are. Um, and, and we just have to keep coaching them, keep teaching them. They'll get better. Uh, it's about getting better every week. Um, this is a tough one. Uh, but physicality is something you can talk about. Um, but if you're going to be a physical football player, you know that that has to come from uh, with inside a kid. They they just got to decide that they can do it. Let's kind of break the game down offensively and defensively. What do you think played better tonight in the loss, your offense or your defense? Well, I don't know. We 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 had some moments at offense. I think where uh, um, we had some opportunities. Uh, it's more on the big play side of things. Um, we, we struggled to establish drives. Um, defensively, um, you know, we went in knowing they really liked to run the edges. Their quarterback's pretty dynamic, a good player. Um, and our scheme took that away, but then making the adjustments uh, to their adjustments to that, you know, that, that's where we struggled, taking that next step. Um, understanding what they're going to, you know, counter you with uh, when you take something away and then, and then adjust it on the fly. That's really where we struggled. So um, I, I don't know. You know, both sides. Uh, there's just there's there's just a lot of improvement to be made, and and, and I think our kids know it. And I, I think uh, when we study film, they, they're going to see it and and uh, decide they're going to do it. I think. Taking a look at next week, uh, coach. What are some things that you've seen on film going into next week's game that from your opponent that you're going to try to attack? Um, I, you know, honestly, I haven't really spent a lot of time on it. I, I, I'm someone that doesn't look too far ahead. I concentrate on the week we have. Uh, coaches get together this weekend. Uh, we'll break down the films we have um, on our Weva, um, and you know, we'll decide our plan of attack from there. But uh, I, I really haven't looked ahead to that yet. Coach, I want to thank you for joining us tonight here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. You bet. Anytime, man. Thanks. That was head coach Craig Lynch of the Glidden Ronson Wildcats. They do lose tonight 50-8 to to GTRA. They will be back in action next week as they take on our Weva. We will go ahead and step away. You're listening to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on KCIM along with KICK 106.7. When you buy from a local business like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas.
Jesse Miners back with you guys here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. Got the second half of the show coming up in just a little bit. We are here until midnight. We'll go ahead, step away real quick again. Got the second half of the show coming up next. When you need to know, KCIM is the place to listen. On 1380 AM and 95.1 FM, this is KCIM Carol. One, two, three. KCIM and Kick 1067 Sports presents the New Way Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show. A complete rundown of all tonight's high school football action. The New Way Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show is brought to you by Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt, and Morton, Culver's, Next Gen Chiropractic, DMAC Carroll Campus, Gatorade, distributed by Pepsi Cola Bottlers, Mackey Motors in Lake City. Stein Seeds, Roselle Mutual Insurance, and by the Audubon Recreation Center. Now, let's get you the scores from all tonight's action. Welcome back into the New Wayano Group Scoreboard Show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick 106.7. KC Miners here with you, Jim Malter. Will join us again in a little bit. Run through those scores again for you here in Class 1A District Class 3A District 1, excuse me. Gilbert on top of Carroll tonight, 27-14 to here in Carroll. West Sioux Harden, 58. Sioux Center, 14. No reported score yet for Central Lion, Georgia Little Rock, and Sergeant Bluff Luton. MOC Floyd Valley wins tonight as they move to 2-0 as they beat Unity Christian at 34-7. A final for the Western Christian Hall. Boynton Hall Rock Valley game. Western Christian Hall wins 45-20. And then no score yet reported for Lamars and Bishop Heelan. Class 1A District 8, Kemper Catholic 37, Atlantic 2-0. Atlantic 22, the Knights move to 2-0 on the season. ESAC drops to 2-0, 0-2, excuse me, as they lose to Ridgeview 12-3. No score yet for the Eagle Grove and MVAOCOU. Trainer on top of Tri-Center 34-22. And then Cherokee on top of West Monona 52-20. Underwood wins 59-22. Looking at Class 1A District 2, Pocahontas top South Central Calhoun for the second straight year in the regular season, 30-6. No score yet for Manson Northwest Webster and Sioux Central. Clarion Gofield Downs on top of Belmont Clemmy, 42-0. ACGC beats Woodward Granger in Guthrie Center tonight, 34-0. South Harden loses to South Hamilton, 44-14. And MV AOCOU Eagle Grove again, no score reported. Ikea Manning loses at home tonight, 26-18 to Westwood Sloan. Lawton Bronson on top of Missouri Valley, 65-0. Woodbury Central, 41, Loma, 6. Then again, Tri Center loses to Trainer, 34-22. Eight-man District 1, Arweva loses tonight, 67-19. GTRA on top of Glidden Ralston, 50-8. St. Mary Remsen wins against River Valley, 60-6. And the Newell Fonda tops Siouxland Christian, 72-0. Eight-man District 10, Audubon on top of Booyer Valley, 50-13. Final has just come in for Xyra EHK and West Harrison. West Harrison wins tonight, 35-32. Coon Rapids Baird on top of Woodward Academy, 77-14. And then still no score for Caminita and Woodbine. We will go ahead, step away. we got a bunch of coaches yet to talk to here on the second half of the show. Listen to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on KCIM and KICK 106.7. 
Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit brunerlegal.com. The Audubon Recreation Center is the board and bus your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, just south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Welcome back in. Casey Miners here with you guys on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Kemper wins tonight 37-22. Jeff Blankman caught up with head coach Ryan Steinkamp here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Ryan Steinkamp joining us here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. The Kemper Knights victorious down in Atlantic to move to 2-0 on the season. 37-22, a come-from-behind victory, outscoring Atlantic 27-0 after being down 22-10 early in the third quarter. You're kind of shaking your head, Coach. You didn't realize that you I, came back that much. I did not realize that. In my mind, I, I thought was, I remember being down 15-10. I kind of forgot they scored that big touchdown and put up put them up two scores and stuff so I mean that's that's great uh, bounce back by our kids <laughs> I did not realize we were down we were down that much and had that many unanswered so great job great job to our kids and coaching staff what stands out for you about that second half second week in a row you guys have dominated a second half I'm um, just way I re re responded you know because I, I, I at halftime I, I told the kids all week this is a good team this is a good team they're very good you know they're talented they're fast and then at, at halftime I could tell you know I don't think our guys took that serious at first I told them halftime like do you guys believe me now and they said yes I'm like okay Let's not do this again. And they, you know, been they responded. You know, they buckled up, and we made once again a lot, of, a lot of big plays. You know, I don't like to bank on those, but the kids are making them, and it's great to see them having fun. They do that, they do that kind of stuff in practice all the time, so it's great to see. Coach, uh, they came out uh, get you guys to punt it. But you guys force them. You get the interception from Trevor Ryle early in the game. How much did that get you guys the momentum early, and how big was that play early in the game? That was good. Settle them down. Yeah, that was good. Kind of set the tone. We said, you know, we knew they threw the crap out of the ball last mm -hmm. week, 43 times. So, you know, our goal was to kind of keep the ball in front of us. You know, we didn't give yep. up big plays, and Trevor's in perfect position when that ball is thrown. Like we gotta get that, and Trevor did it. And you know, then they their coach staff did a great job too, making adjustments. And you no, know, we had just we had we had a coach Harker. That was a, that was a stressful <laughs> game, coaching wise, going back and forth, plans and ideas. So, yeah, that, that, was, that, was a, that was a great game. What, what did you think of your defensive effort here tonight? You know, uh, it was uh, by committee. We had different guys step up. You know, we didn't know quite. You know, some guys didn't have, didn't have a great game. You know, Chris Moore struggled on a couple of plays, and he has that pick six at the yep. end there. So that's just one thing we keep talking to guys about, just the ability to bounce back and next play and, you know, not to hang your head and picking each other up too. So that's the signs of a, a team that's heading on the right path. Coach, uh, you guys had really held them in the first quarter. They scored. It was interesting. They scored with 22 seconds left in the first quarter. Then they scored with 21 seconds left in the second quarter to get the lead back on you guys. It had been very tight. 
uh, offensively, you guys were struggling. Really looked like they were focused on Logan Siebenhaller in the first yeah, they, half. Yeah, they were, they were packing the box and they were shooting gaps and they, were, say they, they had a great game plan that kind of, you know, we, our, our running backs never really got loose. So um, we, uh, kudos to them for that. What did you guys talk about at halftime? Because you come out in the second half looking to throw it more the way it looked. Yeah, we know we knew they're they're, they're putting uh, seven eight in the box too. So we knew we had we kind of had the the, the the quick stuff there too. And you know our you know DJs and athletes a little run and run and made some plays and stuff. And you know I, was, I gotta give a shout out to Carson Candy on that touchdown because even doing that the last two weeks in practice on our varsity starting <laughs> defense. So eventually like right, we gotta put him in. We gotta give a shot too. And he and he dropped one earlier. I'm like he'll, he'll get it back. Like stay positive with him. And he came back and. Big, a big-time touchdown play for him. Uh, you mentioned DJ. Um, I thought he had a lot of really good throws on the run tonight, keeping plays alive. But I think the thing that jumped out to me the most about him tonight was the balls he threw away. A lot of times guys will try to force balls. He didn't do that tonight. Uh, maybe except the, one there, the, the last drive. Right, I told right, him. I, yeah, I told yeah. him it's not there. And Trevor did. Trevor did come open on that route. But that, that kid played it well, and that's you know he got underneath of it. I mean, <laughs> I told him it's not there. Run it. When he threw it, I thought he was gonna throw it over the guy. It was a good play by that kid. Obviously, yeah, not the most ideal situation. So. Yeah, well, just a second, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> coach talking with his, yep. with his youngster here on the sidelines. But, Coach, uh, let's let's talk a little bit about um, the, the pass game in the second half. A lot of different weapons. We've kind of mentioned that a couple of times here tonight. But you have so many different guys that can throw to. As the offensive play caller on this team, how do you guys decide? You know, I know Andrew, I think, does that. But how do you guys decide who's getting the ball in? I don't know. Kind of whoever, whoever, whoever's feeling it, whoever's feeling it happens being at that time in our rotation. You know, it's like, it's like, and we're confident with you know coaches and D. We're confident with anybody in there too. So that's just great. And the kids have confidence in each other too. And you know, quarterbacks did a good job of sharing the ball and stuff. So you know, we say we got we got playmakers. Just let them. We try as coaches. We try to stay out of their way half the time. It's like it's not way too complicated. Just let, let them go, be kids, and have fun. They get the big touchdown to start the third. Go up 22-10. You guys strike in two plays. And then you get the turnover, the fumble that you guys recovered at midfield, and you score two plays later, I think, or one play later on that after the penalty on them on that. How much did that turn momentum here in the game to give you guys that 24-22 lead? Uh, I mean, that, that was huge. I mean, that was, that was a big place we talked about. You know, we talk about offensively. We got we got to make sure we have big plays. And defensively, we got forced turnovers, which I think we forced three or four tonight. I yep. know uh, we had yep. – yeah, so that was, that, was, that, was, that was our goal, and the kids, the kids did a great job of that. How do you guys teach the turnovers thing? Our our our, our in-game goal is always double it. So you know, offense like you have one. Our goal of defense, we gotta go get two. Then we got we like, we're playing. We won't play complimentary football. If offense has a fumble or pick, they throw. Okay, defense, we got your back. We're, we're gonna go get you one, get one too. So that's just our goal. That's just our in-game goal is always double it. So if offense does it, I just emphasize it more to defense and paid off there. I was waiting for the pick six tonight. I didn't know if you'd get one, but I had a feeling they kept throwing those quick outs. Yeah, and that's what I, I, you guys, I, I could tell you the defense was reading them. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was Chris is on the far side. I kept yelling, like, get deep, because they run that little, uh, that level flood route where they're hitting the second guy, and that's tough for us to guard, because yep. DJ was supposed to get there at three, but it was tough for him. Like, I and Chris was kind of a no man, so I just told him to get back, and I didn't, I didn't expect him to jump it like that. And, you know, you got right place, right time, and we, we both got kind of lucky there. Special teams, I thought they played well for you tonight. It, it was great. Coverage was great. You know, a lot of guys, I think the big thing for us is, you know, we, we really pump those kids up. If you're on the field like that, you make that, you make those reps count. Kickoff, kickoff coverage was great. Um, PAT, punts, 
you know, it's, it was great too. So we got to keep emphasizing that all season long. What's it mean for this team to be 2-0 and and against two teams that play kind of different styles? Loma wants to pound it at your run. Atlantic comes out tonight throwing it all over the field. Um, it's just good learning. You know, it makes us more balanced. You know, these games do, they, they matter, but, you know, it makes us better for the season. What we're going to see um, to come district play. Green County coming up for you now next Friday. You get them at home. I'm sure you've haven't peaked ahead of them yet, but what do you know about them from last year? Oh, they, you know, they're they're a good football team. They've been playing really well. You know, they're, they're usually they have a good track team. They're fast. Um, you know, I think they're kind of similar to Atlantic. So obviously they're going to see weaknesses in us and things that we got things that we were exposed tonight. So we'll have to really improve uh, from that. Well, Coach, appreciate you joining us here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. We'll talk to you again tomorrow morning on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Kemper Knights again victorious tonight against uh, the Atlantic Trojans, 37 to 22. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC college credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755. Mackey Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding areas for over 50 years and our number one goal is customer satisfaction. Whether you come in to purchase a new Chevy Buick or certified used vehicle from our knowledgeable sales team, get an oil change in our top of the line quick loop, need a tune up from our service department, or even need some detailed body work done in our state of the art facility, we are always making sure you the customer are our number one concern. Find new roads at Mackey Motors in Lake City. Back with you guys here in the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show. And just heard from head coach Ryan Steinkamp here on Kick 106.7 along with KIKD. Excuse me, right here on KCIM 1380 AM 95.1 FM and then Kick 106.7. Had some more scores come in while we were away. Lamars beats Bishop Peelan 28-0 tonight. And then Sergeant Bluff Luton drops to 0-2 as Central Lion George Little Rock wins 42-0. Eagle Grove wins their first game of the season as they beat MVAOCOU 32-20. Then we had one more come in as well as Woodbine loses. Woodbine loses tonight to Cam 56-16. We will go ahead, step away. We got more coaches yet here to come up on the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick 106.7. Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 soybean genetics. Learn more at steinseed.com. Stein has yield. When you buy from a local business, like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas.
Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. When you buy from a local business like one of the new Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the new Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Yeah, hello. I'm back. Yeah. You just got done talking with Audubon head coach Sean Burks. They did get a much needed win tonight after going 0 and 2 in their first two games. What were some of the excuse me, what were some of the things that Sean Burks told you? Well, he was he was very pleased with their effort tonight with um, both offensively and defensive, defensively. They 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 ran the ball well. They only threw four passes I think the whole night. Um and defensively, they, you know, Boyer Valley likes to run the ball because they, you know, from what I was, mm, excuse me, hearing with other coaches and stuff that they had this humongous line and, you know, that the coach's style is, you know, here we come with our big guys and you try to stop us. Well, the Wheelers put a stop to them and made them change and they went to like a spread and started throwing the ball and... That's not what they want to do. So you know, so give give credit to the Wheelers tonight for um, taking care of business and uh, you know making them making a team change what they they want to do and you know and and, and make it hurt them. You know, yeah. they, they got, took advantage of it. They got back to playing Audubon football. I know last week I was on here with Drew and he said that you know uh, Burks was saying that. They've been playing Audubon football. They got back to playing Audubon football this week with a big fifty to thirteen win. Right, and you know they they got a lot of kids in the game, and you know he talked um, that was good. He says now now they're gonna you know they get their first JV game coming up uh, Tuesday of this next week, and uh, you know and some of those kids now have had some you know experience playing in a game, especially today, and so he's he's looking forward to see you know what they can do when they're playing, you know. Kids, uh, you know, they're same ability. You mm-hmm. know, they're not playing to fill in against varsity kids, and you know, yeah, he's, sh- he's excited for the outcome, and he's he's looking forward to their challenge this coming week against uh, Fremont Tabor Mills. Sean Burke solicited him coming up a little bit. Jim caught up with him. Here's his interview right now. Welcome to the New Way Coaches, New Way. Auto Group Coaches Show, and with me on the phone now is uh, Sean Burks, the head coach of the Autumn and Wheelers, fresh off a 50-13 to 13 win over the Boyer Valley Bulldogs. Congratulations, uh, Coach. Uh, how, how, you know, I know you've played three games, and, you know, I've been asking the coaches tonight uh, about improvement they've seen from week one to week two. 
Uh, so from week one to week three, how's the improvement been? Yeah, you know, that was that was big for us, getting to play a week zero game. I feel like we played a lot better this week. We, we saw in glimpses at times, week zero, just not consistent enough. Same thing last week, week one. We're just making some of the same mistakes. I was kind of questioning at times, you know, are we going to figure it out or teams are just going to figure us out? And you know, guys were up for the challenge this week. We blocked a lot better. Are we, we, we were a little more assignment sound on defense. We're, I think the game's starting to slow down for some of our guys, and I'm excited because we, we took a really good step tonight. Yeah, and, you know, everything I heard about uh, your opponent today, that they were, they were big up front and, you know, and they, they like to run the ball and all that with their size and whatever. So, uh, so how, did, how did you do with that tonight? Did, did you use some quickness to uh, outwork them or did you just take them on and here we go, now you stop us? No, you know, we, we threw the ball four times on the night. Um, they were all underneath completions. We really didn't push the ball vertically. Uh, we really just loaded up, and we ran it right at them. So I was pretty proud of the way we handled them offensively. Uh, and defensively, you know, we went with a, a heavy set as well. We challenged them to run it right at us, and they pretty quickly kind of got out of their smash mouth and started going to their gun and spreading around a little bit. So we, we really did what we needed to do on both sides for the most part. So when they go to their gun, does, does that change uh... – a lot of their philosophy and, you know, do they, do they not like to, to do that or, or tell me. Yeah, their head, their head coach is, is very openly. He wants to be under center and run the, run the ball. But if you take that away and make them throw it, uh, you know, they, they've got some nice concepts, uh, but it's just, they just aren't as physical. It's not quite their identity. We were able to make some big plays there, get some sacks, get some TFLs. Um, it, it really, it really simplified things for us when we got them, behind in the down and distance and behind on the scoreboard. Yeah, okay. So, and, you know, you were talking, we were talking, you know, off the air. Um, you know, you didn't have any stats or whatever, but you, can you go and uh, give us a few um, highlights from uh, offensively uh, who played well, and, uh, and then we'll talk about some defensive players also. Yeah, you know, uh, I think the big thing for us was the fact that, um, you know, we were able to get for 200, having all that 10 carries for almost 100. Uh, Manny Beiswinger had like five carries for nearly 100, and we were four for four passing, just did enough to keep him honest. And our JV running back, Colin Hartle, cracked off a, 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 you know, a 40-yard touchdown at the end as well. So we were able to divvy up the touches, which was, was important from last week after Aaron carried the ball over 30 times last week. and. We wanted to make some changes there. Yeah. So, did did you uh, get a lot of the, a lot of your kids get a chance to see the field tonight? Yeah, I, I'm pretty positive all 28 of our healthy kids able to get in for at least one snap, which is always fun for those kids, especially those young kids when you know, they get pounded on in practice and they haven't had a game yet. So, it was a fun. It was fun. You know, varsity guys always enjoy being able to cheer on their JV teammates on Friday nights because it. You know, especially when you're on the winning side, for sure. When uh, you know it, it means you you controlled the game and it's out of reach at the end, and we get everybody else in. So that was it was nice to get everybody in the game tonight. Yeah, it, you know, and that's also a good thing too. Is you know the, those varsity guys that are jumping and hooting and hollering for you know their teammates that are you know getting their 
chance to get their feet wet at the varsity level and, uh, you know, try to, try to show you and the other coaches, you know, hey, I can, I can do this too, you know. And so, so that's going to add some depth to, you, to your team also. Yeah, it was good for us. You know, we have our first JV game Tuesday night. Um, so that we're, we, uh, any, any experience is good, and any chance you can get to build depth is always good as well. So, uh, you know, a, a victory, and we, we balanced our carries out. We got the JV guys in. We got out of the game pretty healthy. Um, and it's, uh, you know, a lot of positives tonight. I'm proud of the guys. Well, that sounds good. I, I see up next for you as uh, you get another road trip uh, down to Fremont Mills Tabor. Uh, what do you know about them? Oh, you know, you kind of every year you kind of rent, you know, rinse and repeat. It's, they're going to be big, they're going to be physical, they're going to want to run the ball, they're going to be well coached, they're going to be fundamentally sound. Uh, and there's there's no secret they're kind of the benchmark in Southwest Iowa for eight man football, and we've tried to use those guys as a, a benchmark for our program as well. Had the utmost respect for those guys year in and year out. Um, you know, Jeremy Christensen left. Um, and, and Greg Ernster's taken over. He was on their staff before, and Greg's a guy I know pretty well. And Greg's doing a great job taking over that program. Uh, they do a lot of the things they did before. Uh, it's, it's obvious they've got a strength program. They've got a, a culture there. Uh, they're uh, they're a standard of excellence, and we've got to be prepared to be a, a physical four quarter battle at their place next Friday. Well, it sounds like uh, you've kind of got it figured out. So hey, good luck to you. Have a great week of practice, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks. Appreciate you putting me up, putting up with me trying to uh, travel through the boot hills of Harrison County and Shelby County, and I'm about into Audubon County now. So thanks for staying up late. Appreciate the coverage you guys provide for our kids and the other area schools. Hey, it's great, Berksy. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Later, Jim. All righty. Thank you. Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luth, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick 106.7. Just heard from Sean Burks, Audubon head coach. They did get a big win tonight, 50-13. to We'll also hear from Eric McCullough of East Sac. we still got Chris Moore of CRB and then Corey McCarville of IKM Manning. Got Eric McCullough up next. Jim, you did get a chance to talk with Eric a little bit. They did lose a tough one tonight. Kind of sounded like a field goal battle. I'm not sure if Ridgeview just missed a couple extra points, but it was 12 to three. Yeah, well, he he told me you know, it was well when I first got here and we saw a score, it was like six to three. And he said he told me they had a a fourth and and a long ways to go. I don't remember the exact yardage. It might have been like 20 or 30. And they tried to a trick thing that kind of blew up on him and left Ridgeview with a short field and. They went in and scored, and so that made it the the twelve to three. But uh, uh, if memory serves me right, he's you know they they struggled with some cramping tonight. They've they've 
they've got some injuries, they've got some ineligibility. You know, you know it's there's, you know, but and they're young. I mean, yeah, you know, we 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 talked about or when we talked last year, he was he and I talked about that they were having to put sophomores in to play because of injuries and this that the, and they they were basically getting thrown in the fire as to say, and well now they're juniors. And, you know, it, it was, it wasn't really the progression that you really would want, I think, as a coach, you know, to, to have kids play at that JV level, you know, they, they were kind of getting thrown in and, and, and man, that district they're in is, it's got some Tough. really, really, really good football teams. And, you know, it, it's. It's tough, and I feel for him. I, I really do. It's you know he that you know that they're working and they're they're trying, and it's just not happening yet. And yeah. you know, and hopefully, you know, by the time the season goes, that maybe that's it'll it'll start to look you know because you know like next year you know those kids will be seniors, and so now the progression's there, and it's just it's it's a work in progress and. And you know, good luck, Eric. You know, it's I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you, Eric. Jim did catch up with the head coach Eric McCullough of East Sec. We got his interview coming up next. They did lose to Ridgeview tonight, twelve to three. Welcome to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. With me on the phone is Eric McCullough, head coach of the East Sac Raiders. They fell tonight to Ridgeview, twelve to three. So, coach. Uh, I want to ask, uh, you know, the old adage out there is that uh, from week one to week two is usually where you see the, the most improvement in your team. Uh, did, did you see some of that tonight? Uh, you know, Jim, I, I think we, we saw some in, in, in some areas. Um, we're, we're still needing to take some steps kind of in some other directions, I guess. I, I, how I want to say this is, um, you know, we, we lost two seniors tonight to injury. Um, and that kind of changes things big time uh, when we have to kind of start bringing in some other younger kids. Uh, so when you talk about taking those steps, I think we had some kids that did make some improvements uh, from last week. Uh, some of them we kind of got in some tough spots and um, maybe didn't make quite the best decision, you know, but I, they, they still are staying positive, and, and we were in the game the whole time. Uh, you know, we, a couple of the goals, uh, our defense, we thought, played really, really well. Um, we improved there greatly in our in our pass coverage. We kind of kept giving up a few dinks and stuff that, that we got to get our kids to kind of understand a little bit. But, you know, we didn't give up the long balls like we did the week before. Um, our run defense continues to be strong. Um, we had to make some adjustments there. We really made them earn it. Uh, offense. We were, we were moving the ball. We just had a lot more mistakes tonight as far as penalties um, and turnovers. Uh, and those are the type of mistakes, you know, Jim, you, you, you just can't allow um, when, when you're trying to find some success and, and try and get in that win column. Yeah, I, I know. And, you know, and it, you know, you've kind of talked about it a little bit, and, and we talked about it a lot. Last year you were throwing younger kids in – to play because of injuries and, and what you needed. And, and it sounds to me like you're still having to do that. So it's, you know, it, it's, it's growing pains, correct? 
Oh, yeah, you know, it just, just uh, kind of the where we're sitting at with the roster, you know, and um, the, the ineligibilities. We still got a few kids that are just, um, and that's going back to choices again, you know, whatever it, it is, the reason why they're sitting. And, and they're coming to practice, and they're having a good attitude and helping the team. Um, it's just we'd really like to be able to use them on a Friday night, and, and we will. Uh, we just got to get to that point. Um, and, and our other, you know, two seniors have just really worked their tail off. And uh, it's just kind of the, the way it goes uh, in athletics sometimes. And um, one, what had happened last week, and we thought we'd give it a try. And, yeah, I think he got one or two plays in and um, just kind of dealing with the, kind of the same thing with his knee. And then another one, uh, lineman we lost with a, with a shoulder. Uh, so we got, at first we thought we were going to be pretty good about being able to rotate kind of our linemen a little bit and keep them fresh, but um, now we're kind of getting down to we're having to play a lot and not getting a lot of breaks um, and having to use them with special teams. And so those some of those places that, that we need to continue to get better at. And, and our, our you were right, last year we talked about that. We were playing a lot of sophomores. Well, this year we're playing a lot of juniors. Um, so we only played – you know, one or two sophomores, I think, and, and maybe one freshman um, that had to kind of come in and fill in a little bit. So we're still taking the steps in that growing pain, like you mentioned. Um, we just kind of have to kind of get some things put together and uh, see if we can continue to grow. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, when, you, when you're doing that, do you have the numbers to, to simulate things at, at practice and, you know, so – you know, when it comes to Friday night, you know, if something happens to a, a player or two, you know, they've, 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 they've kind of been there, gotten their feet wet with practice instead of, you know, being a scout team person or whatever. Yeah, you know, and, that, and that's things you, you try and do in practice when uh, you, you, you kind of get to where you, there's a lot of things you want to cover and things you want to try and prepare the kids for, but then you're also trying to give reps to other kids. And um, it's just kind of small schools kind of becomes real tough to get all those bases covered all, all at the same time and have them prepared all for Friday. And you try and uh, pick the ones out that we feel are most important and, and that we need to make sure we really focus on. And um, then the next week we'll continue to, to try to do a little bit better in those other situations. Yeah, that's, that, that's uh, I mean, I, I understand that, you know, the smaller school with the, you know, the, the, the size of the roster you have and, you know the age of the kids at the roster, also. That I mean, that comes into play, also. So, I I get you, buddy. I get you. Yeah. Hey, I see. Um, up next for you is OABCIG. You get them at home next week. Uh, what do you know about them? Uh, you know, we we've seen them on film, and uh, the last couple of years, they they still do a great job with their offense and want to score a lot of points. Um, they're just kind of really clicking there on offense and. Uh, they want to run that, that spread, that kind of air raid um, that, that a lot of teams are looking to try and do now. And uh, Another DeGene kid, a quarterback, be his second year there now. Um, he does a really good job. Uh, he's got some receivers. I know they're probably, probably got the biggest and oldest line that they've had um, since we've kind of been playing for the last four or five years. Uh, so they're pretty solid. Um, not sure how they did tonight. Uh, but they had beat Ridgeview uh, pretty handily the week before. Um, so we got uh, got a lot of work to do this week, trying to get our kids um, kind of prepared for that game and, and uh, 
the, the different style a little bit, I guess I could say, um, between what they've seen the last two weeks. All right. Well, hey, get, get your kids healthy and have a great week of practice and good luck next week. Thank you. All right. That's been Eric McCullough, head coach of the Sac Raiders. Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today. Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. KC Miners here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick 106.7. Ikea Manning lost tonight to Westwood Sloan, 26-18. Corey McCarville caught up with Nick Brinks after the game to talk about the loss. We're back on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show, chatting with Ikea Manning head coach Corey McCarville. After a 26-18 loss tonight at home to Westwood, Coach, coming off of last week's game against AHSTW, I would say you have to be pretty pleased with how your guys came out here tonight against a team that put up a great second half in their win week one, and you guys had them with a chance to tie or maybe go in and win this game later in the ball game in the final minutes. Uh, let's get your overall thoughts on the game and maybe some of the, uh, the improvements from week one. Obviously, I thought we were we were a lot more competitive this week. The effort was was tremendous. I'm so proud of all the guys and the effort they had. You know, they really had a good couple last days of practice this week, so I thought that was tremendous. You know, we were able to be a little bit more efficient on offense. You know, we had you know a little bit more balanced in the run in the past game, which I think we're going to have to do. Um, obviously, I, I will look at the tape, and there's still some areas to grow. But um, you know, I, I thought we took steps in the right direction, and that's one of the things that we've prided ourselves on for a long time is just improving every week. Let's go back to the beginning of the game. Cooper Earlmeyer fakes the reverse to Rasmussen, almost takes it all the way up the field. You guys start inside the 10-yard line. A few plays later, he punches it in for his first touchdown of the night. Talk about a start like that and then on defense to get a takeaway on the very next play too. Well, you know, we, we saw that they tended to kick off deep and we saw an opportunity for an outside return and, you know, we were able to do that. Um, I'm really happy that you know we were able to get up on them and kind of gave us some momentum and a little bit of confidence going forward. They really struggled tonight snapping the ball in that pistol and shotgun formation. I think three or four they ended up uh, putting on the ground that you guys were able to jump on. Uh, talk about your defense and just playing heads up and saying, you know, if they're going to give us a possession just like that, we'll be there to take it. Yeah, obviously I think we made strides defensively. Um, so, you know, we still got out of a... Uh, we still violated some of our, our jobs and gap responsibilities, but we definitely made steps in the right direction. Uh, in that late late stages of the first quarter and then early in the second quarter, probably one of the, the I guess, the weaker uh, points of the game for you guys. They get a rushing touchdown from their quarterback. You guys give them the ball back on a fumble, and then they run it in for another quarterback on their uh, – 
they get another quarterback uh, touchdown. So talk about that little sequence there, going from up six to nothing to now down twelve to six uh, with those couple of runs and a and a giveaway in the middle. Well, yeah, that's part of the you know we we got away from what our jobs were, what our responsibilities were, and that's kind of the whole point of the Veer offense that Westwood runs, and they do a great job. And you know, Coach Burkhart and his entire staff do a great job of getting that. So obviously, when you have a fullback like that, everybody kind of sells out on him and. Uh, the quarterback kind of was left alone there, and we got out of our responsibilities. Late in that second quarter, you guys tie it up. You get you, you get down the field, and then Kuzel punches it in on a quarterback sneak. You go into halftime 12-12. to What was the conversation like in the locker room then? Well, obviously, we were really pleased to, that we were able to get it knotted up at halftime. You know, the com, you know, we tried to draw up a couple plays that we thought we could, you know, exploit on offense and on defense. And really, we talked a lot about, you know, a tight game. It's going to be two or three plays that are going to be the difference. And, you know, we had to be there to make those plays. When an opportunity is there, we got to we got to capitalize. Beginning of the third quarter, they turn it over on downs. They give you guys good field position. You guys aren't able to capitalize. You give them the football back at their own 10. And then DeWall does what he does, and he takes it 90 yards to the house. What did you say to the guys after that to not let that be a backbreaker? Well, you know, the thing that we tried to stress is, you know, we said there's two or three plays, so now we have to go make some of our own. And that, that don't let that play define what is going to be the outcome of this game. And, you know, we, we fought, so I'm proud of the effort the rest of the half. DeWald gets one more touchdown early in the fourth quarter. At that point, it's 26-12. to 12. Some teams might say with nine minutes to go, all right, we're pretty much out of this one. But there was no give up. I think one of the plays of the game was right about where we're standing. You guys had fourth down and 16 at the 17. And Kuzel was chased down by two or three defenders. He fires it to Earl Meyer inside the five, and then he fights for those extra yardage, uh, those extra yards to get into the end zone. All of a sudden, you guys are back within a possession, and your backs were against the wall just to get to that position. Yeah, it was a nice play. It was, a, you know, I, I'm glad to see, you know, Kuzel finally made some plays. He's a really good athlete, and you know, this is his second start, so I think he was trusting himself a little bit more uh, to just to go out and be an athlete and make plays. So I was, I was glad to see, although uh, you know, that play worked for Kuzel and for Cooper. And then let's talk about the end of the game. You guys get the ball back. They fumble it one more time to you guys, one, one of their four turnovers. They give you guys position near midfield. You guys get down the field to about the 30, the 25, somewhere in that area, and then you guys have a chance. It's fourth down and two. Uh, what were you guys trying to do on that play that uh, the defense just that, that they had an answer for? Well, obviously they were, you know, they were blitzing hard in the middle. We were, you know, we had some success with a little pitch play. Um, you know, we tried to, I think maybe we went to the well one too many times and the DeWald kid blew it up. Uh, I'll have to watch the tape and see what the blocking assignment got busted on that one. But, you know, I, I was glad to see us fight in the second half. And that's the main thing I'm going to try to stress throughout this whole thing. Earl Meyer had the rushing touchdown, the receiving touchdown, and that really nice kick return that set you guys up to start. Obviously, he had a really good game. I thought Ben Langle played really well. He came uh, off the bench and played uh, some good running back minutes for you guys, and then also had a couple of those two big takeaways, those two fumble recoveries, including one that you guys turned into a touchdown and another that you guys had the opportunity at the end. So talk about those two, their performance tonight, and maybe anyone else that you thought really jumped off the stat sheet or maybe not on the stat sheet tonight. Well, the thing that a lot of people need to understand is, you know, on the offense and defense, defensive side of the ball, you know, we're starting a lot of guys for the first time. They're, they're not freshmen. You know, but Ben Langle, this is his second varsity game. You know, he's, he's just a sophomore. You know, Ross Kuzel, this is his second varsity start at the quarterback position. So, you know, we're going to have to kind of learn on the fly with a lot of guys. I mean, we're starting four new offensive linemen that really didn't get a lot of snaps last year. Um, so we're, we're going to have to kind of grow up as we go here a little bit. 
and you know we're going to have to kind of figure some things out. I thought Ross Kuzel played much better. I thought Ben Langle did a nice job in relief at the fullback position. Um, I thought you know even Lane Sams at tight end is getting better, and I think the offensive line is taking steps in the right direction. We're going to have to continue to work some guys, but and uh, but we're getting there. Some big improvements from week one to week two. Uh, going into next week, you're on the road at Woodbury Central. Anything in particular that they do that you know about, or will you just have to go look at the tape this week and see what uh, that means for you guys? Well, that's the that's the beauty of high school football. We're all over the map with what teams do. You know, Westwood, uh, they're going to run it, run it, run it with their with their tremendous fullback and the Dewald kid, the quarterback, the Morris kid for them had a really nice game as well. You know, Woodbury Central, they've been in the dome the last couple years. They're going to be spread. Um, they're they got a McGill kid at, at tailback. You know, he's been there a three-year starter. Tremendous running back, uh, the Clunder kid. Um, his he's a younger brother, the one that played last year. I'm sure he's very very good. And they have a couple really good receivers. They're going to throw it, you know, 30 sometimes a game. And they're they're quite good. It's going to be a challenge. Well, great performance for you guys this week. Best of luck next week, Coach. I appreciate your time. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's head coach Corey McCarville of the IKM Manning Wolves. They fall at home to Westwood tonight, 26 to 18. I'm Nick Brinks on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. When you buy from a local business like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in a drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's, welcome to delicious. Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Casey Miner's back with you, joined with Jim Molitor once again. We'll run through all of the area scores in the districts, starting in Class 3A District 1. Gilbert beats Carroll tonight 27-14. to We do have a final for the Central Lion-George Little Rock game. They beat Sergeant Bluff Luton 42-0. Western Christian Hall on top of Boyden Hall, Rock Valley 45-20. West Sioux Harden 58, Sioux Center 14. Unity Christian 7 and MOC Floyd Valley 34. And then Lamar's beats Bishop Heelan 28-0. Yes, in Class 1A, District 8, uh, Kemper defeated Atlantic 37-22. Ridgeview 12, East Sac 3. It was Eagle Grove beating MVAOCOU 30-20. Trainer gets by Tri-Center 34-22. Cherokee puts a little knot on West Monona's head 52-30. And Underwood clobbers Clarenda 59-22. Class 1A District 2, Pocahontas Area 30, South Central Calhoun 6. That's the second straight year the SEC and Pocahontas have played. SEC loses in the regular season. Yeah, that's uh, 
That's that's odd that that happens, but hey, you know that's football. You know, Sioux Central forty-two, Manson Northwest Webster thirteen, Clarion and Gofield Downs forty-two at Belmont Clemmy zero. ACGC and Woodward Granger played a good one tonight, thirty-four thirty. ACGC Eagle Grove gets their first win of the season over MVAOCOU thirty to twenty. South Harden loses tonight to South Hamilton forty-four to fourteen. Class A District Eight, uh, the Wolves. Fall to Westwood of Sloan, uh, 26 to 18. It was Lawton Bronson shutting out Missouri Valley, 65 to nothing. Woodbury Central defeated Loma, 41 to six, and Trainer over Tri Center, 34 22. Eight man district one. Arweva loses tonight, 67 to 19. It's GTRA over Glidden Ralston, 50 to eight. Remsen St. Mary tops River Valley, 60 to six. And Newell Fonda rolls by Siouxland Christian, 72-0. And we finally have all the scores from 8-man District 10. It was Audubon over Boyer Valley, 50-13. Exira, Elkhorn, Kibbleton Falls to West Harrison, 35-32. Cam defeats Woodbine, 56-16. And the Crusaders from Coon Rabbits Baird, Clobber Woodward Academy, 77-14, and, and we're going to hear from Chris here yeah, about we will. that game. And we will in a little bit. Looking at some of the out-of-town scoreboards, Denison wins tonight against Abraham Lincoln Council Bluffs, 27-7. Harlan on top of Grinnell, 63-6. North Polk beats Appella, 24-7. And then Green County blanks out Perry, 61-0. Getting back to that CRB game, we'll hear from Chris Moore coming up in a little bit. Jim, you are able to talk to him. A lot of things went right tonight for the Crusaders. Yeah, a lot of things went Really right. They um, they they had a good ground game tonight, and um, you know the defense played well. All the kids got to play, and uh, and you know Chris was Chris was happy with the win. That's that's a good thing for the Crusaders, and uh, especially you know. after especially after last week, you know, having to forfeit that game, and then coming out today getting a good win, probably getting to play a lot more kids. A lot of coaches say you see a big big jump between week one and week two and I definitely think that Chris Moore saw it in his team tonight yes I I, I believe so I uh, yeah he was he was happy with the with his offensive line play and, and basically the everything involved with the team tonight well again Jim Mulder caught up with Chris Moore head coach of the Crusaders they went tonight 77 to 14 here's the interview welcome to the new way auto group scoreboard show with me on the phone now is uh, Coach Chris Moore from the Coon Rapids Baird Crusaders, fresh off a 77 to 14 victory over Woodward Academy. Congratulations, Coach Moore. Uh, did you, um, the typical question, did you see improvement from your team from week one to week two? Yeah, definitely did. Uh, yeah, great night tonight, uh, a good win for us. Um, yeah, we still, we had improvement, but we still have a lot of work to do uh, that we still have left some uh, missed opportunities out there, and uh, we talked about that a little bit in the game. And you know, uh, we start district play next week, and you know, told the boys we get, need to buckle it up and really have to get after it and be ready to go. All right. So, uh, who were who are some of your uh, standouts tonight on offense? First, we'll talk about offense first. Uh, again, uh, Wyatt Oswald, Lance Clayberg uh, ran the ball really well for us. Uh, they had 52 yards and uh, 113 yards, respectively. 
But then uh, Omari on Floyd uh, came in, and we hit him on a couple, two toss plays, and one went for 50 yards for a touchdown, and the other one went for 25 yards for a touchdown. So two catches or two touches, two touchdowns, and 75 yards. And then he also had a kick return for a touchdown, um, and then a big uh, punt return he had for us. He did, uh, and then he was awesome on defense too. He really had a great game tonight. Well, that's good. So. Uh... On the defensive side, how about that? Uh, just on the defensive side, uh, White Oswald uh, led us there with stops. He had uh, uh, six stops there. Uh, and then Lance Claver again. Raiden Doty uh, got back off of uh, – had uh, sprained ankles. And uh, he finally returned, and he had a great game on defense. And then also, too, he uh, played at, on the offensive line for us and really had a, a great night for us up front, too. All right. Well, as you just made mention of the offensive line, and so that I was, that was going to lead me into my to my next question to the point of, you know, you, you had all these breaks for these long runs and a lot of running, a uh, lot of yardage gained. Uh, who are, who are those linemen up there that created the holes so they could run through them and uh, gain all those yards tonight? Yeah, that's uh, Tyler Moore at center. Uh, the guards are Kate Burns and then uh, Raiden Doty. And then our tight ends uh, that we ask a lot out of the blocking are uh, Colby Culbertson and then uh, Eli Jurgensen, a sophomore, made his first start tonight for us because um, uh, we're missing Mason Betts there. And then uh, and then Cal Hayden, a freshman, came in and played tight end for us too. And and those guys up front did did a great job for us. Yeah. Hey, it sounds great. Hey, so you know, with the score that way, uh, who are some of the younger kids that uh, what what did they do tonight that uh, they got into play tonight too. Yeah, at, uh, at halftime we kept our varsity defense out there, and then we got our, our JV offense. Uh, uh, Mason Colbertson, a freshman, um, caught a pass from uh, Cal Hayden uh, for seven yards. That was pretty fun. And then uh, Johnny Cortez, we did a little counter run. Uh, another freshman had a big run for 20 yards for a touchdown. And then Cal Hayden, just a quarterback sneak. I uh, took it 47 yards for a touchdown. So, you know, the, the JV kids, the younger kids went out there and, and they put some points up for us. Yeah, and so obviously they got to play some defense too. Did uh, So you found out a little bit more about them there. Huh? Who are some of those? Uh, again, uh, Toby Benninger, uh played really good for us on the on the JV side. Uh, they did, uh, unfortunately, gave up uh, what, two late touchdowns there in the fourth quarter. Um but uh, for the most part, they played really well um, with, uh, with Toby there leading that middle linebacker, and that was kind of a new position for him, and, and he really excelled. Okay, hey, that sounds great. I, I, I see up next for you guys, uh, you said you opened dis- our district play with uh, Boyer Valley at home. They're on the Crusader field again. What do you know about Boyer Valley? They're really big. I think uh, I just saw an article. I think they're averaging like 220 across their offensive line. So they're they're going to be big. They're going to be physical. Um, you know, we really kind of got manhandled handled up front by them last year and gave up like 300 plus rushing yards to one kid. Um, so you know, we got it. We're going to watch that film and watch you know from last year. We're going to watch uh, you know these last two weeks film on them. Uh, we got to be able to ready to control the line of scrimmage and then uh and then hopefully our linebackers uh can uh you know clean that up and make some good tackles for us all right and you got it you got 
uh, everybody make it through the game tonight healthy and ready to go for next week? We did. We, uh, yep, we did. And then uh, hopefully we can pick up Mason Betts. Uh, Parker Hayes was out tonight with an injury. Um, hopefully we get him back next week because uh, we'll need, you know, all our uh, guys on uh, the full go for uh, next Friday night. All right. Well, have a, hey, have a great week of practice and get ready and uh, – and a line that you always say, go Crusaders, right? Uh, go CRB. That's my line. And uh, you guys, thanks for your coverage, and I appreciate you guys' work. All right. Hey, that's been Chris Moore, head coach of the Croon Rapids Baird Crusaders. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit brunerlegal.com. The Audubon Recreation Center is the boredom buster your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, just south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Casey Miners, Jim Molitor here. Jim, almost wrapped up tonight. We're going to run through district scores again real quick. Class 3A District 1, Gilbert on top of Carroll tonight, 27-14. Central Lion George Little Rock goes 2-0 in district Class 3A District 2 the last two weeks. They beat Sergeant Bluff Luton tonight, 42-0. Western Christian Hall, 45. Boynton Hall, Rock Valley, 20. West Sioux Harden top Sioux Center tonight, 58-14. MOC Floyd Valley, 34. Unity Christian, 7. And Lamar's on top of Bishop Heelan, 28-0. I don't think you want to mess with Central Lion George Little Rock. No, you don't. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Class 1A District 8 uh, it was Kemper over Atlantic, 37-22. Uh, Eagle Grove, 30. MVAOCOU, 20. It was uh, Cherokee over West Monona, 52-30. Ridgeview got by our ESAC Raiders, 12-3. Trainer 34, Tri-Center 22, and Underwood defeated Clarenda 59-22. Class 1A District 2, Pocahontas Area 30, South Central Calhoun 6. Belmont Clemmy loses at home tonight to Clarion Goldfield Dows 42-20. Again, Eagle Grove on top of MVAOCOU 30-20. Sioux Central knocks off Manson North, Northwest Webster 42-13. Woodward Granger loses to ACGC tonight in Guthrie Center 34-0. South Hamilton on top of South Harden, 44-14. to 14. Uh, I'm going to correct you here. ACGC, 34-30. to 30. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Over Woodward Granger. All right. Class A, District 8. It was Westwood Sloan defeating the IKM Manning Wolves, 26-18. Woodbury Central, 41. Loma, 6. 
Uh, Lawton Bronson shuts out Missouri Valley 65 to nothing. And again, the trainer score 34 22 over Tri Center. Eight man district one, Arweva loses up in Kingsley Pearson tonight 67 19. St. Mary Remsen tops River Valley 60 to 6. GTRA beats Glidden Rawson 50 to 8. And Newell Fonda steamrolls Siouxland Christian 72 to 0. All right, last one, eight man district 10. It was Audubon over Boyer Valley 50 to 13. Crusaders from Coon Rapids Baird over Woodward Academy, 77-14. West Harrison squeaks by Xyra Alcorn Kimmelton, 35-32. And Cam defeated Woodbine, 56-16. Those are the district scores from tonight. We're looking at next week. Here we got on KIKD Kick 106.7. We'll have Carroll out. Council Bluffs. Thomas Jefferson with a pregame at 625. Kickoff at 7. Nick Brinks will be on that call. And then on KCIM here, we'll have Green County at Kemper. That game will be in Carroll. They go with the pregame again at 625 and a kickoff at 7. OABCIG heads to East Sac with a kickoff at 7. And South Central Calhoun travels up to Emmitsburg with a kickoff at 7. Yeah, and all the games I have left are all 7 o'clock uh, starts. Uh, the first one I have is IKM Manning is at Woodbury Central. Next is uh, Glidden Ralston at Arweva. That game will be on KKRL with uh, our own Jeff Blankman with pregame at 625, kickoff at 7. Audubon travels to Fremont, Mills, Tabor, and the Crusaders of Coon Rapids-Baird will be hosting Boyer Valley. Jim, any thoughts on next week's game? We're sitting here looking at the schedule. What game really stands out to you next week? I like the Glidden Ralston and Arweva matchup, two struggling teams. I think you'll really find out next week what, what those two teams have worked for these first two games. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting one. I'm I'm thinking that Green County at Kemper might be a pretty good game, too. I think I think both of them will be 2-0 and going yep. into that game. Right. So. Green County rolled tonight 61-0 over Perry. Yeah, so, you know, I'm... You know, I'm just looking at a two and zero and a two and zero at you know playing each other, and uh, uh, I believe in the past they've always had some pretty good battles. So you know, it could be a good game at the Carroll Athletic Field, and if you're not busy and want to go to a high school football game, that might be a good one to go to. Yeah, hey, you can go to the high school football game, then you can listen to me and Drew here next Friday night. There you go. For Jim Molitor, I'm Casey Miners. That's us signing off on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Join us again next Friday right here on KCIM Kick 106.7. It'll be me and Drew Derrickson here from 10 to midnight. For Jim, I'm Casey. Everybody have a great rest of your Saturday, Friday night. Excuse me. When you need to know, KCIM is the place to listen. On 1380 AM and 95.1 FM. This is KCIM Carol. This is CBS News.